days down. I have like 183 days to go. <laughs> if you are all about weddings, love wedding stories, want to hear about how they met, what the proposal was like, how the wedding went, then this is the show for you. We also talk with professionals and they share advice to help you make your wedding amazing. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. We have Jessica Killian on today, and this is part two of one of our best episodes ever. Jessica is getting married April 2019, and this is just about the six-month mark for her in her planning process. And we're going to catch up with Jessica, see how things are going since she started making her initial plans. The first episode, we talked about her epic proposal and how the plans were going and how things kicked off and how she began her entire planning process. And then here we are, we're about six months away, and we're checking in with Jessica to see how things are and what's new. So Hi, Jessica. How are things? Hi, April. Things are going well. I uh, hope all is well with you and the band. Everything's um, great. Yeah. You know, finally fall has uh, arrived. And, yeah, uh, you know, I usually get all sad because the summer is my favorite month, uh, my favorite season. Um, but I'm looking forward to the fall and the festivities coming up and the holidays and um, just just getting things done for this wedding. Um, yeah, because I'm counting the, the, down, the days down. I have like 183 days to go. <laughs> uh-huh. but, so, but who's counting? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I just want to party. <laughs> that's all and I want. You will. Do. That's for sure. I mean, I know that the primary things that you have set up are home runs. I mean, you have a great caterer. You have a fantastic band. So it's like home run, home run. Now we're talking about all those details, the little stresses, the little anxiety producing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with some updates. Now, last we spoke, you had not ordered the dresses yet. So of course, by now you have ordered the dresses. How did it go? What happened? Give us a little update. Uh, we, so I have two girls have dropped out of my wedding, um, due to personal, you know, one got pregnant. Um, her daughter supposedly is still in the wedding. Uh, but that's near, you know, uh, that's up in the air still. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm just going to go with the flow. Um, but we did get, um, the dresses for the girls back in August and it seemed to go very well. Um, for the most part, um, you know, I kind of already, uh, from the help of my sisters, um, they just kind of said, okay, these are what your girls are wearing. You know, it was very quick and, you know, to, to get through it all. Um, I didn't really give many much, you know, I didn't give much leeway on that because, uh, I just didn't want to be there for hours. I just wanted to get it over with, um, dealing with six girls personalities. It's stressful. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just, I, you know, I, I'm very passive aggressive, so I didn't want to get very, you know, I didn't want to get all hyped up in the moment and just try to enjoy and relax myself for once. Um, we, uh, have yet to get the shoes. Obviously that'll come, you know, probably after the holidays, but I have given them an update of what I'd like. Um, I'm more of a flat and low heel kind of girl because most of my bridal party is somewhere in the middle, like either really tall or really short. Um, Mm you know, and, uh, I just don't want anybody to be uncomfortable, but I also, I'm really a fanatic, uh, about shoes. Um, it's weird with me. I, I get weird about scuff marks and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm like Carrie Bradshaw in sex in the city, you know, she loved fashion and I love shoes. So it all, it all, you know, (laughs) men well together. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, you know, I don't have, you know, the sense of style she has, but you know, I'm approaching there. I'm, I'm getting there. So, Um, but in any event, uh, you know, so 
I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be as accommodating as possible, but, um, I'm being a little bit more, more strict with the guys. Um, now Kevin did get his suit last, uh, he did choose the suit, um, that I wanted. <laughs> um, and it looked really good on him. We're doing Navy, um, with a pale pink, um, uh, a uh, bow tie for him and tie for the guys and a pocket square. So, um, it came out really well and we're going to do cognac shoes. Um, and, um, I found actually a pair in DSW. So if anyone's looking for cognac shoes, go to DSW. Nice. <laughs> um, you know, and, and the guys, um, you know, they're like, okay, that, you know, they're, they're okay with everything. They're fine with the, you know, if you want us to buy new shoes, you're going to buy it. But with girls, it's like, oh, you know, I have these already. No, you're going to wear what I say. And, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, one girl in particular, uh, um, would wanted to wear this style or, you know, I said, uh, well, you know, um, I'm just, cause I want, I want the photographer to zoom in on the shoes. I'm weird like that. Like I want like little, in, little, in, you know, intricate details, um, about certain things. And I want everybody to have, you know, painted nails. And I said, you know, you know, you know I, I, I know certain girls don't like to get their nails painted. Um, but Hey, that's, that's who I am. So you're going to deal with it for one day and, you know, just go with it. Um, and how are they feeling about that? Like, do you feel like the team's still on board? Um, yeah. I mean, everybody's just going to roll with the punches. I mean, mm -hmm. for the most part, I'd say, you know, it's like a 70, 30, Oh, you know, everybody's okay. Um, maybe 64, like at this point it's, it's, you know what? I, I just don't care. <laughs> like I'm, I'm becoming so where like I used to be so like, Oh my God, I'm so concerned so much about people. And now I'm slowly trying to get better about not ca like caring still, but to the point where like, Hey, this is what I want. So this is what you're going to do. Um, you know, and I still have, you know, I still care about, you know, people's, you know, I'm very considerate, but at the same time, you know, I, there's only so much I can do to please somebody. So, you know what? Um, it's really you know, not easy to please six yes, girls and six, everybody is going to yes. have an opinion and somewhere there's going to be a common ground. And mm -hmm. it's a tough position for a bride because on one hand, it seems so selfish for a bride to say like, well, I want you to do it this way. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, if you don't set some kind of plan or have some kind of ground rule, everybody will look different and everybody will um, do their own thing, which for some brides is fine, but then for some brides that want a particular picture or right. a certain feel, um, it is important. And that's why when you pick your bridal party, it's really key to get girls that are going to be on board with the changes, rolling with the flow and mm -hmm. things like that. So they can accommodate for that one a day because you're right. Okay. You want the shoes to match. You've decided to be in the bridal party. Just let the shoes match and move on with it and right. have the girls not get wrapped up in the drama. If you not get wrapped up in the drama, it just becomes a factual thing. Like this is what we're doing. Boom. Yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. And I know it's difficult because with the emotions of everybody. Yeah. And then, you know, um, I, uh, and then my sister, my two sisters are planning the bridal shower. Now I have to have two separate ones. Uh, we finalized that. Um, mm -hmm. and my one sister thought it was going to be in March and I said, it has to be in February. Cause you know, my, you know, my mother-in-law will be doing the one in March and, um, you know, advice to brides, just, just roll with the punches and everyone's going to hate something. And, I don't know, drink a lot of wine. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through the motions. Um, yeah. you know, women are very difficult and I don't have many girlfriends, um, because of it. Um, you know, and the girls that I have in my life are wonderful, but we do argue, we do fight. Um, and I, 
you know, my best friend is Kevin. <laughs> is People are like, okay, that's great. And I posted something on Facebook yesterday, six more months, and you had me at Hello, which is from Jerry Maguire for those youngins that should know that, that movie, but they don't. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not a millennial, April, at all. I, I, I am in that generation, but I, I'm not. I, I, don't, I can't associate with someone that looks at their phone constantly. Constantly, constantly, constantly. It doesn't you have an have old soul. You truly do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I even tell Kevin, put your phone away at the dinner table. Like, let's, let's, you know, we, we danced and watched a movie last night. Like, you know, it's like, um, everybody is so wrapped up in themselves and I'm like, come on, you know, like we, we did live in a society back then where everything was, was simpler and yeah. a simpler time. And now things are, you know, chaotic and, um, but anyway, so that's my story. And, you know, I'm just trying to go through the motions, like get through the holidays. And on more than one occasion, people have said, oh my God, you have so much time. And I'm like, what are you like? Okay. If you think so, but I don't, <laughs> like, I don't think so. Uh, six months will go like that. <laughs> yeah. Six months for a wedding. It really does go by very fast. I mean, you have a lot done, so yes. you're in really good shape, but tell me a little bit like bachelorette parties. Has that happened yet? Yeah, so I had one in September a few weeks ago, and it went well for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we went to Cream Ridge Winery and um, a spa in Long Branch. Oh. So it was nice. Um, and we went to dinner uh, locally in Freehold here. Well, this is part one. Apparently, my, my other friend is going to plan one in February after the bridal shower. So part two, she wants to go to AC. So the part one was fun. Um, I... You know, there was some planning on my, you know, on my sister's parts, which I'm grateful for, but you know, I kind of, I'm the type of person I kind of gave them all the answers already. Like this is cause who I am. Like I wanted it to be where I, you know what I mean? From, from, I wanted it to be in, I wanted to be, have control. And I'm going to be very honest. Like I grew up in a, you know, I grew up dif- like differently than most people and I'm not judging anyone, but, um, you know, I, my advice is world is cruel. The world is harsh. Um, try to find peace and harmony among, you know, and, and happiness. Cause you know, hold on to those joyous moments and, you know, a wedding is supposed to be joyous and not everybody is not supposed to bring you down. And I've had that happen and it's, 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 it's upsetting. Um, so you just try to be as pleasant as possible and, um, you know, you curse them in your head. <laughs> yeah. And you also have to keep your eye on the prize that right. you want to be marrying your best friend and spending the rest of your life with him. Right. And this is the kickoff to that. So yeah. no matter what happens in the end, you get to be with him and yeah. nothing can take that away. I know. And I'm so excited. Um, you know, he is, he's solely my rock. Like he doesn't, he doesn't show much emotion. Um, but he is, um, he's such a great person. Like we have our moments as, as any couple, but, um, cause I'm not easy to handle and neither is he. So it's, it's a work in progress, but, um, I, I'm so grateful that I found him and he said that I'm, he's grateful for me. And, um, I don't know, Kevin, Kevin sees the world different, differently than me. Um, just cause you know, he's, um, he's had a different experiences and, um, he handles things much differently and not that he's not hurt, but he doesn't show it. And I show it, you know, at the drop of a hat. <laughs> That's one um, of the reasons why he's great for you though, because he has yeah. a different perspective and yeah. he can show you that. And you also show him a different perspective too, you know, but yeah. you're right, you know, you can't take things personally that happen and you have to let things roll. It's yeah. just so very difficult in life in general 
you know, to make everybody happy or to even make yourself happy and keep things going and, you know, right. keep, your, keep your head on straight. It's not easy. No. So we have to all, as women, we have to all forgive ourselves and then also always look at how can we make things better. And if we can't let make things better, we have to let it go. You know, we yeah, just can't. Yeah, and that's hard for me. Things. That's mm-hmm. hard for me because, I, and I'm learning um, through different resources um, to get stronger and to get better, um, especially when someone uh, or multiple people rather continuously are so negative to you and make you feel worthless. Um, yeah. and it's the reality of it. And I'm, and I'm sure I'm, I'm probably the most cynical bride you've met. Um, but, um, I hope not actually. Uh, but, um, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, maybe I am, I don't know. Um, but, uh, I, I just try to be, you know, it, it, it's hard. And the problem is I was I'm still insecure about myself, um, whether I'm making the right decision. Um, you know, we've had multiple people uh, getting, um, tell us that we have the wrong wedding song that it's, you know, like just, and I'm like, okay, well that's, that's your wedding. You, you got married so-and-so years ago and now it's my turn. So yeah, you don't, you don't get to say an opinion. <laughs> and that never stop. Like when you have kids, yeah. well, even when you get pregnant, people say, oh, you know, drink this, eat that, don't move this way. Oh, that's no good for the pregnancy. And then when you get have a baby, people be very opinionated. Listen, this is life. This is how this will always go. And us as women, we have to be empowered enough to know what it is that we believe in and do that with harm to none. You know, right. just with a peaceful heart to everybody around us and kind of going with what it is that we feel is right for us. And that's it. And really not putting much more more thought into it because we'll right. make ourselves crazy. You know? I, know. I know. And um, the unfortunate is it's when, when you see the people often that are doing this continuous stuff, um, it's hard to displace yourself, um, which I have avoided things because of um, certain, um, people in my life, um, being, being there in the moment. I I say, you know, I've told, I've told Kevin or I've told whomever else and said, I don't want to be there because of that person. Um, they rubbed me the wrong way and I, I I don't have the, the courage to must, you know, to deal with it. And, um, um, and I, I'm going to, you know, when that time comes, when I have a baby or whatever, and I'm going to protect that child no matter what. Now see, cause I didn't get much protection. Um, so my grandmother was my source of protection and I love my father, but, um, I didn't have the best childhood, like I said, and, mm-hmm. um, I'm very open about it and people don't agree. Uh, they see it differently. Um, but you know, things can be deceiving, especially on Facebook. Um, you know, so I just know that all my experiences, um, are, or, you know, I'm going to have to take those and, you know, I put them in like little boxes, like compartmentalized. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Kevin is at the top of my list. Um, he's what matters the most. I mean, of course my father and, you know, um, but he, he's what matters the most to me. And, um, you know, I would do anything for him. So, uh, um, you know, I, people are like, Oh, you should put your family before anyone else. I'm like, listen, like if you had a good family, you know, that was supportive and loving, not saying, you know, not saying that it's all the way, but that's all the, that's the, that's always how it's been. But, um, I just, you know, if my, my thought process is if someone's been consistently so supportive and so kind, you know, of course he has those moments, but I just truly feel so connected, um, and so grateful and people think I'm not, 
because we have a banter. We, I don't, you know, April, you'll probably see it at the wedding. We, we banter on like, you know, during our, um, for our speech kind of to the, at the rehearsal dinner when we're thanking everyone. I mean, Kevin and I will, we'll put on a little act for people. Um, this is who we are. Like we can just kind of just, it rolls off our tongues. Like we finish each other's thoughts. Like, Hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or like, you know, his thing about movie quotes, he loves movie quotes. And, um, you know, so he's, he's always continuously making me laugh and I'm always continuously making him drive him crazy and making him laugh. And, and you know, he, he just wants to, you know, uh, shout from the rooftops, but, um, uh, has definitely grown as a person. And he says that, um, you know, it's not easy dealing with someone with, with, um, cause I have a slight disability. It's very minuscule. It's not even like full cerebral palsy. It's, it's the aftermath of a birth injury. Mm-hmm. And so I have, I walk with a limp and I have fine motor skills in my right hand. And, um, you know, I've been called anything from autistic to, which is beyond me. Um, uh, ignorance, um, to, you know, the R word or to whatever. And, you know, it hurts. Um, but you got to keep pushing on and, um, people are just stupid. (laughs) So, um, and you've kind of seen a different side of life than maybe most people have because of that disability, you know, walking with a limp, people might say something and you've grown a different skin than others may have grown because of it. And you'll have a different perspective of things because of that too. So, everybody's story is different and everybody's reasons different and how we all came to be where we are is all different. And that's one of the beauties of life, but also one of the difficult things about life because then you're dealing with multiple personalities and trying to, when you're having a wedding, get many people on board to do one similar task, you know, which is celebrate or buy a dress or, you know, go to a rehearsal dinner or the bachelorette party and things like that. And the older we get, the more wise we become and the more we realize that as long as we're doing our best, that yeah. is good enough. And that's the philosophy. I used to get a lot of stage fright and I used to get a lot of anxiety before uh, I did things and it would just overtake me. And then one day I realized, huh, if I'm going to do my best, I can't do any better than my best. So right. if I'm doing my best, then that's good enough. Like I, if that's not good enough, then I can't do anything about it. Right. So if I'm front and center and focused and I do my very best, that's just going to, all I got. Yeah, <laughs> I know. know. And you know, we got to go through life just doing our very best. And then we go to sleep at night saying, I did my best. And then the rest is just up to the universe and how things are going to fall into place. So don't beat yourself up about how things go or what you should have done or having any regrets. It mm-hmm. really is a waste of time. We can't go back. We can't rewind. All we can do is really live for today. What changes can we make today? What right. things can we put into place to make things easier? How can we give someone some kind of peace of mind to bring them into the collective unity again? Those right. are the things if we focus on, those will bring us uh, good results. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm often with Kevin and, you know, and we are totally different. Well, not so much. Sometimes we act different around our families, but when it's just the two of us, you know, yeah, yeah, I can get a little nuts. Um, I do, I, I, I'm an Irish girl. I do yell and he's Italian. So he yells. Um, but we're not like people, you know, we act differently in, in every stage of our life. And, um, you know, and when he was 20, he acted differently when he's 25, he acted different. Now he's, you know, he's a lot more mature and, um, and I, I keep getting used to the fact, cause I'm a talker. He is not, um, he likes his quiet time. He likes his silence. Um, 
in the morning, you know, on a Saturday morning when he wakes up, we can't disturb Kevin. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> me, I'm like, come on, it's Saturday. Let's do something, you know. Oh, I'm like, he's like at 8 o'clock in the morning, geez Louise. Oh, um, and I'm like, I've been up since 6 a.m. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like a kid in a candy store. Like, um, and, it's, and part of the reason is it's because my mom, uh, you know, my mom and dad, well, my, especially my dad, he wanted, you know, he, he loves staying home and watching football. My mom was always like, let's do something. And it's, it's like, I'm, I'm dating. I mean, I, I, I find qualities. I'm dating my father. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, and, um, and I know that's weird, but brides, if you're dating, if you find qualities in your husband to be, uh, that, you know, uh, your father has, don't be alarmed. It's, it's a normal thing. <laughs> yeah, it is a normal thing because um, those are the qualities you've grown to love and that you're looking for in someone else, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, um, and also when I was a kid, I didn't get many happy occasions. <laughs> so, uh, I took them and ran with them when they came. Yeah. And, uh, now I'm like, come on, Kev, like, let's do something fun. And I'm like, let's go apple picking. <laughs> or like, and then I'm like, wait, I want to, I don't want to deal with all these people. <laughs> like I get there and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to deal with all these yeah, people. Yeah. We want to go you apple. Oh, we have to deal with humans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I used to be so fun and I'm like, what happened? But I think it's because as I've gotten older, I've gotten, I surrounded myself around the wrong people. And I'm shifting gears a little bit, trying to find better, not better, trying to find more people closer to our age, maybe that have a one child, you know, versus three and can't do anything with us. I don't know. Um, But a lot of my friends are in limbo. Like they have children, some are married, some are not, some are married and don't have children. So it's like, where's that fine line of finding people that you can relate to? Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, like, like I said, I'm, I'm that girl on Saturday morning, I'm getting the coffee running. And then like by noon I'm crashed. Cause I'm like, wait, I've been up since 6am. And now Kevin's wide awake. He's ready to go. And then you're ready yeah. for a nap. Right. And I'm like, Oh my God, what happened to me? And he's like, cause you got up at 6am worked out, showered, did laundry, cleaned the house. Like, you know, um, and I think it's because of the anxiety. Um, you know, my I've talked to, through my resources uh, that I've talked to, I have to lessen my anxiety by not taking on so much. So I spaced it out now. So, okay, I'll do laundry Monday, Monday and Friday. I'll do cleaning on Tuesday and Thursday after work. But you, you, just, you just try to take the good moments and, and as much as you can, because life is so short. Um, it'll... Uh, it'll eat you alive if you continue to be miserable. Yeah, and, right. uh, I'm, I, you know, I, I take every day if I, I, and trust, just try and, you know, I, I, I read a lot. I, I read on my Kindle. I, I write poems down. I, I, I write little post-its to Kevin, have a great day today. Like, you know, people probably think I'm crazy, but it, it works. Um, yep. you know, like I'll text them little memes or little emojis, like, hi, you know, like start playing, you know, like stupid stuff. And he's like, Oh my God. Like, and people probably think I'm mental. Um, but you know, like just take my advice and just, just try to find some happiness in this insane, insane world. And, um, we, uh, I didn't tell you April. So we re I don't, can I shift, shift gears a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So we recently went to a wedding. Uh, my girlfriend got married on, in the end, end of September. So it was the weekend before my bachelorette party, we went to the wedding in Wall. 
and uh, they got married in Bradley Beach on the uh, on the boardwalk, which they no longer are allowing people to do. Yeah, which is so that. strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but um, I have to probably do some research on that. Um, but you know, I, I I thought she was brave because so many people were stopping and looking at her wedding, and I'm like, I would want it to be a, a private ceremony. But she's very open. She looked gorgeous and. She's a lot more fun than me. <laughs> no, um, no, I shouldn't say that. But well, she is. Um, but she's more carefree, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it every moment of it uh, because when we got on the dance floor, you know, despite the few drinks that Kevin and I had, we were the hit of the night. Like um, <laughs> people were following us around, like, "Hey, I want to dance with you," you know. And we did the. Um, uh, we did the uh, dirty dancing uh, scene at the end, like oh, we're yeah. you up, and I, I, I'm like, I go, you gotta tell April this one. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that might be in the back of our mind at the end of the of the what at the end of the night, we might do uh, a little spin move. I don't know. He's, <laughs> we're taking some dance lessons in a few weeks, which I'm so excited about. Oh, that's nice. Those yeah. things that you can do together are really bonding and beautiful. Are you going to choreograph your first dance? Um, we're going to talk about, he doesn't, he's like, I don't care what we, what we do. And I said, Kev, I, you know, he's like, I don't know how, he's like, how are we going to choreograph Hero by Mariah Carey, which is, which is my wedding song. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, you got two left feet. I got two left feet. I said, it'll be fine. It's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. So we're going to, we get one free lesson. Um, there's a place, um, I believe it's in Neptune. I forget where it is right now, but it's in my email. But we're going to go and check it out. And he's all like, oh, let's just, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. But I'm like, I want to impress everyone. I want to make everyone jealous today. And he's like, why do you feel this need to make everyone? I said, because you talk about competition all the time. And I want to be the best of the best for that night. Because I want, I just want to be, you know, and I, I have a little competition in me. He's kind of made, he kind of turned a monster into me a little bit with the competition with, the dancing and stuff. And I, you know, I just want everybody to feel like, you know, we got some moves and we know what we're doing. <laughs> um, on set, you know, at my friend's wedding, um, he was just like, you know, doing flips in the air and just having a ball. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I think we have to stop drinking now. Um, and thank God I was the DD. Um, but, uh, you know, we had a blast. Uh, you know, it was a DJ and there's always a difference between DJs and bands, but like, it was still fun. And, um, he actually, it was funny. You'll get a kick out of this. So when they called everybody out, you know, to catch the garter, my friend that got married, she's like, Oh, come on, Kevin, you're not technically married yet. Or, and I was like, he's not single though. And she's like, he technically still is though. And I'm like, Oh, whatever. So he, he he doesn't remember this, but he leaps in the air and he tries to like catch it, and then somebody tackles him. And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like, and somebody like almost mauled him down, a guy to get it. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, so oh, yeah, that becomes like the all-out thing, you know? Yeah, it's highly competitive when you have a bunch of guys on the dance floor all needing to catch one thing. Right. And <laughs> I, as of now, um, I have written down that we're not doing it because just because, um. My father is very conservative and I don't want him to go, like, unless I just take it right off, but I haven't even bought one. So we might just omit that. Um, but we're definitely obviously going to do the bouquet toss and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, um, I, I, I'm very, when it comes to with my families and stuff, I, you know, I, 
I'm a little conservative um, just because I don't want anyone to be like, wow, where'd she come from? You know, like, you know, or like, oh, I totally get you know, that. I mean, you yeah. want to be respectful of your family. You don't want them to walk in the door to hot in here by Nellie. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you do and that's fine. And I don't want to say the wrong thing or, you know, have right. people no, not no. feel like they can do what they want, but there's a certain amount of respect. If you could have your grandmother or your aunt there, I mean, you know, come on, you're not going right. to. Right. And like, I've actually gotten in trouble. Not, I mean, it was innocent. Uh, about, I want to say, uh, eight years ago, um, my friend got married, um, in, uh, up in North Jersey and I was bumping and grinding with the priests and I didn't realize it. <laughs> and I mean, I turned around, my date was no longer there. And I said, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm very sorry. Like, and he's like, all right, we'll just put that thing puppy away. And I was like, what? He's like, you got a little big puppy there. And I was like, Oh God. And my butt was <laughs> you know, a little bit more rounder. I mean, it still is round, but like, you know, I mean, I got a cute tushy, I guess. Right. Um, you know, it's all those squats I do for bridal boot camp. but anyway, um, but no, I just, and that's my happiness when I make a fool of myself because, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a bowl in a China shop and certain people are allowed to call me that. And certain people are not allowed to call me that. Um, I know I'm being, you know, weird about that, but like when certain people call me that and I like you, you're okay. You can call me that. But <laughs> I don't like you. Don't be calling me that. Um, <laughs> um, Understood. Understood. You know. So, um, in April, you can call me that because I I will trip over myself. Like, so I'm actually gonna probably bring. I bought Kevin bought me uh, for my birthday. Was it? He bought me Kate Spade um, pink um, sparkle sneakers for the wedding. Aww. And, yeah, and it was on sale, and I was like, let me pay for him. He's like, no, you know, let me get it. And he's like, I'm I'm earning brownie points for golf. And I said, oh, okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and um, so I might bring those to the wedding just because um, my heels, you know, are not tall, not, not in any shape, way or form um, high, but I, um, but I, I feel more comfortable when I have both, when I have, uh, you know, um, my, when I'm stable with my right. Yeah, no, foot. having a backup yeah. plan, especially for your feet is an excellent idea. Yeah. Excellent idea. I mean, yeah. first of all, just to talk about shoes for a second, you should walk sure. around in those shoes around the house, around okay. your office as much as possible. Okay. You don't, you can't get a feel for shoes if you just put them on for a few minutes. And even if you put them on for an hour, you literally have to stand in those shoes for a few hours to know how they're going to feel all day long. Right. So definitely give them a good test run. And if you're unable to give them a good test run, or if you feel like they're going to be uncomfortable, definitely bring a spare pair of shoes and something that looks equally as cute underneath your dress. Yes. I yeah. Will. Like I love and your sparkle shoes. I mean, I've seen brides just take like their beach flip-flops, their black flip-flops and put them on under the dress. Not right. the biggest fan of that. Um, I think we can come up with a cuter idea, especially when people see your feet. They don't want to be like, oh, she looks so pretty. And oh, look at the shoes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I am, um, my sisters are surprised by how much sparkle I've had in my life. And I used to wear BB and like all that jazz and I toned it down tremendously, but I still like a little sparkle in my life. So, um, <laughs> You know, the, the shoes are, and Ellen, my sister Ellen, um, if you're listening, Elle, or if you're going to listen, uh, I'm shouting you out. I said she looked absolutely gorgeous on her wedding night, and it did rain, unfortunately, for hers. But uh, she um, she did, she was a trooper, and her shoes, uh, she wore sneakers on the same, you know, but they hers were white. 
and she knows I'm a pink fan. So she's like, I know you're going to get the pink ones. And I said, I know, I know. And I've always been, uh, you know, a little bit of a, of a different breed. I'm like the odd, I'm the, you know, the odd, odd duckling, like, Oh, I want to do things a little differently. Um, nothing wrong with that. Right. Nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, it's your wedding. Yeah. Um, and then, Oh, this is really cool. I'm sure you've seen this April. Um, we're going to be announcing, uh, we're going to be presenting rather, I apologize, a gift to, um, whoever has been married the longest. So I'm going to have you gather everybody out, um, some point throughout the, uh, throughout the reception, um, probably before dinner or maybe after, I'm not really sure at this point. Um, and you know, say, Hey, everybody who, who's been married, 25 years, 30 years, 40 years, come on on the dance floor. And then whoever's left, you know, who, you know, who's, who's ever left after like so many years after, you know, so who's been married for 50 years? Oh, okay. You win the prize. You win the gift that the girl bride and groom are going to give them. And, uh, so I got them a, um, a vintage wine collection, like a bottle opener and one, and I believe I got also a, um, something for their, oh, a picture frame for their house. So, sure. yeah, so we're super excited. And, um, you know, and my mom's like, that's really thoughtful. And I said, yeah. And Ellen's like, I should, you know, Ellen's like, that's great. That's so fantastic. Like, and I said, yeah, um, I just want to be a little different. Um, you know, because I love wine, I'm, I'm sharing my, my, my love to you. And, uh, nice. um, you know, and I don't know if people drink or not, but they'll enjoy it. They can, you know, give it as a gift or something if they don't want to. But. Yeah, absolutely. And just have a little conversation about that. Yeah. So this is called the anniversary dance, what we're doing here. And okay. there's a couple different ways to make sure that this goes very well, because this can go a little wonky if we okay. don't have a little bit of a plan uh, on it. I'll tell you why. Now, the object of this is to collect all of the people that are married out onto the dance floor. Okay. And you have like an elimination, like if you've been married yes. five years, 10 years, you sit. And the goal is to have the couple that's been married the longest remain out on the dance floor. Yes. Now, let's just say that it's an elderly couple. They've been married 67 something years. Okay. It's most likely that they're the ones that are sitting down and not dancing this dance. So okay. it's important that when you know who's been married the longest, or if you know, oh, these couple of couples are probably the ones that have been, been married the longest, you're actually going to want somebody to nudge them and make sure that they get out on the dance floor. Okay. Because I had an anniversary dance a couple years ago where the eldest couple did not dance. And there was a couple that was married like 22 years that got the prize. That didn't make any sense because they truly right. were not the couple that was married the longest. And, you know, lots of times the couple that is married the longest is in their eighties and nineties. Right. They're not the people that are the, you know, jiving the most out on the dance floor. Right. Exactly. So That's in order to make sure that this goes right, you do have to choreograph it just a little bit. I mean, yes, okay. you want nature to take its course and stuff, but you want it to go well as too. Right. So you're going to want to sort of know who the couple is and sort of know. Okay. See, I, don't, out I have dance. no idea. Um, well, I do, certainly don't think it's on my side and Kevin's like, I don't know. So I'm trying to think at his sister's weddings. It was, uh, on my, it was on my father-in-law's side. I so, would go through the guest list and yeah, get, when, 
okay. yeah, one by one with Kevin and okay. just sort of get an idea. And then on the wedding day, you're going to want to just have an eye out because you want it to go, like I said, you want it to go well. You don't want to get everybody out on the dance floor and uh, eliminate, oh, everybody's been married, you know, 20 years, have a seat. Everybody that's married 25 years, have a seat. And now there's nobody left on the dance floor. Right. Um, Okay. The other thing is that if you know that that couple or a few couples have been married, let's just say 55, 61 years, okay? Okay. When we're doing the elimination, we would go from 45, 46, 47, you know what I mean? To get that countdown, to get down to that exact year because you don't want to pass it over. Like, let's just say if you go to 50 to 55 and the couples are married 52 years and everybody's left the dance floor. You Got see it. how that could be awkward? Yes. You know I what see. I mean? So okay. that's why this has to have sort of a plan. And this okay. again is the magic of an entire wedding. If you want a production to go well, you have to have a visualization and some kind of plan of how are we going to get that done so that it goes perfectly. And okay. this is just a part of that. So okay. I would do a little bit of research into my guest list to see who's going to be there, get an idea of how long, maybe they've been married 25 years or 60 years. It's a big difference. Then you would let your entertainment, you know, me or your band leader know it's probably between 55 and 65 years, the longest couple married. That gives me an idea of how to do the countdown. Okay. So in the end, we don't have a blank dance floor and nobody's to present the gift to. Got it. Okay. That's perfect. Cause I yeah. was going to discuss that with you. Um, yeah. Now, do you, do you recommend when to do it? Like, uh, definitely uh, later in the evening, you okay. know, because the whole first half of the party should be kicking off, making sure that everybody's out on the dance floor and the dance floor for, should be packed. Right. I'm not, to be honest, not the biggest fan of anniversary dances only because of those variables. And okay. you're basically asking people to leave the dance floor instead of pack the dance floor. So at the end of the anniversary dance, you have all of the people that were eliminated are now at the bar, the bathroom, back at the table, instead mm -hmm. of where do you really want them to be? Out on the dance floor. Dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. another way to do that too is to do the anniversary dance and try to keep people from leaving the area and having them stay out on the dance floor and just moving aside so that you're not necessarily having them to go sitting and see, I was going to suggest that too. Like, yeah, but, but his mom wants it to be like, okay, you know, she was just suggesting like, oh, you should do it as a separate entity. And I'm like, well, the other way that we could do it is if we're doing it right before cake cutting, for an example, Okay, and we want people to sit like this is when we want people to sit so that we can do the cake cutting and everybody could that see could it. be something good. Yeah. I, th I like that idea better. Everything, the, everything affects the layout and the layout affects everything. So for an example, like for the anniversary dance, it wouldn't make any sense to do it at the beginning of a dance set when you want to pack the dance floor, right. raise the energy of the party and just elevate everything. Well, I wouldn't do the anniversary dance because the anniversary dance does the exact opposite and kind of winds things down and has everybody go sit down. So with everything that you plan, you want to make sure you, that it, you put it in a perfect place. So if I was going to do the anniversary dance, I'd put it like right before the cake cutting so that once every Everybody's sitting. Then you focus on the on the uh, bride and groom cutting the cake, and that's perfect. And now okay. you've put that into a place that really adds to the wedding, doesn't take away, it adds to your guest's experience as well, and doesn't take it away. Got it. Okay, yeah. that's. I'm going to write that down. I think yeah. that's the best one, um, best best option. Um, because um, my I know for a fact that my family will be like, wait, 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 we don't want to leave the dance floor, and. Um, they don't understand. Well, my mom was like, I don't understand why you like, then again, another comment from her. She was like, I, I think it's a nice gesture, but it's a little 
you know, a little weird. And I said, okay, you know, she thinks anything I do is weird because she and I don't get along. So, um, but anyway, um, so people are going to have their opinions and, um, people have their opinions, but if you work it out with your professionals, you know, these things, like we have this conversation about the anniversary dance and you work it out with your professionals, things are going to go fine. Your yeah. professionals want things to go great for you. I want this wedding to be so unbelievably perfect. So thank that's you. Where, oh, you're welcome. You know, us having the dialogue about how to make that happen is everything. So don't yeah. necessarily worry about the family opinions. You can really, really look to your professionals to steer you. Your professional will tell you, look, that doesn't really work. Like, just like me telling you about the anniversary dance. It's like, okay, well, let's put it in a place, <clears throat> excuse me, Let's put it in a place that makes sense so that we don't have anything awkward. I mean, mom won't have anything to wor- worry about because it will go so beautifully. She'll stand there and be like, wow, that really just went so well. That was a beautiful touch and that elevated the wedding and added to it. Right. And yeah. um, I, um, <laughs> not to, not to, um, you know, not to be, uh, you know, jumping f- for the next thing, but in terms of the cake cutting, um, we're going, we're going to be calling in, G- in January to the Bavellos, I guess Clark's Landing has a, um, separate, uh, the, you know, that you, you can get some cake pieces, cake, um, cake to be delivered there, but like, we want to go there and experience the cake for ourselves. And, um, my parents have not yet seen the venue, which they've never, and then they have not met my, my in-laws either, um, mm-hmm. which is very bizarre. Um, and it's, it's something that, uh, I always have to kind of explain. Yeah, um, you know what? Them not yeah. seeing the venue, them not meeting your in-laws. You know what? That's okay. Yeah. Maybe it's okay for not everything to be all out there. Maybe they don't need to know about the anniversary dances. They don't need to know about the special things you're planning. They maybe they don't need to know about, um, what the venue looks like because let them have the element of surprise. And then that puts less on your shoulders to explain or to defend because it hasn't come up in the topic. Like if you didn't talk about the anniversary dance, nobody would have an opinion about it. It would just happen on the day of people would think it's beautiful and lovely and that would be the end of it. So it's like almost like one way to have people not judge is not tell them everything. Right. And that's, that's what Kevin does. He doesn't say anything to anybody. And I am the person that tells people things. And then of course you expect judgment. So I am trying to learn to say less because I guess I get judged and chewed out and spit out so many times. And you worry about it and then you're going to stress about it. So the best way to do is just not even tell people everything. And you know what? That's going to empower you because you're going to have special surprises in place at the wedding that nobody's going to know about. Yeah. Little sneaky, peaky things that is like, oh, at the wedding and you come out with this, you know, beautiful anniversary dance and a prize and you come up with this. Um, you're going to please people at the wedding. So sometimes it's best not to say too much so that all of the opinions don't affect you. They don't clog up everything that's going on. It doesn't matter. Defer to your professionals. Ask your professionals what they think. They will tell you the truth. And maybe don't defer to your family members that haven't done thousand weddings and don't know. Yeah. And they don't know how to make it perfect. Yeah. And I, you know, and uh, the unfortunate thing too is sometimes when I don't say things, um, it backfires anyway. And people say, oh, well, you, I saw you did this and eh, I would have done it better. Well, you know what? It's my, it's my day. And, exactly. You know, and don't even worry about it. Just, so, oh, yep. We, we would have done things different. We're so very different. And that's it. Just move on from it. Like, don't make too much meaning of it. And you don't know, get, it's just, yeah. it's just upsetting because I'm the type of person most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, I don't make judgments. Um, 
Sometimes I do more, maybe more so now that I'm getting older, but I, 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 it's just like some people in my life make everything a problem. And I'm like, you know what? I'm getting sick and tired of being nice. And, um, and that's why I don't associate with them. It's like, they're so, they hate the world this much. I'm like, why are you here? Why are you in my life? Um, and it's, it, it's hard some days, April to get up and I'm like, okay, today's going to be a good day. Um, it's hard. And yeah, don't let anybody steal your sunshine, especially on your wedding day, Jessica. I mean, you wake up that morning, no matter what it is, rain, shine, people in your ear, you need to ignore that. And you need to just stay in the very moment and keep your eye on the prize. You know, that you're going to be spending the rest of your life with a wonderful, wonderful human being. I mean, Kevin is wonderful. You guys are so meant to be together. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. And you have this great plan in place. So yeah. what else, um, what else should we discuss here? What um, we cover that's coming? What are you most looking forward to? Um, the next podcast that we do together will be the aftermath, you know? After oh, really? Everything. Okay. Oh, absolutely. As soon as, uh, you know, when you come back from your honeymoon, we'll definitely do another Interesting. show. I thought it was going to be like a few months before the, the wedding. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, we can do awesome. another one if you want. I mean, this is up to you, whatever you want to do. And- no, whatever. I'm on board with whatever you've got. Um, no, we're just looking forward to, I, it says in the not.com that we need to order invitations by uh, October. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I was going to wait until after Thanksgiving. Um, you know, um, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be totally fine. If you wait until after Thanksgiving, I wouldn't mail them until after the new year though. Right. Right. We're going to mail them. So I wrote it down. I think it's going to be mailed like sometime mid January, mid to. Yeah. 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 Um, And And just for brides that, you know, that are listening, it's not a good idea to send any wedding invitations in December. No, God, no. I would do it, you know, no later than the second week of November, or I would wait till after January. The holiday cards, things get lost. People are too busy. Uh, that card will just go on a pile and get lost. So definitely wait until yeah, after the holidays. I, sure. I wrote it down to do it January 28th or something. Like it was like, uh, Good, the last, yeah. like the last Monday in January. And we're asking people to... Um, RSVPs are due March 8th. So that gives people six weeks to write, to email me, to write back. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. That's perfect. And you don't want too long because then people's like, oh, I have plenty of time to get back to her. And then they right. forget. And then they no, forget. That's perfect. That's perfect. We're going into the home stretch where you do your final fittings, picking up things, all the last minute shopping, getting your marriage license and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're going to get into the part of the wedding. And I hate to say this because I don't want to scare you, but the most stressful part is yet to come because there's two weeks and the four weeks before your wedding, those things that you do two and four weeks before your wedding, you cannot do now. You cannot get your marriage license now. So what happens is, is those things that you can only do then kind of pile up. My best advice for you now that you're six months out is take a look at that calendar. Take Mm -hmm. a look at the items that you have left to do. Get as many of those things done earlier than the two month mark. You're getting married in April. So like no later than February, you want to have like a lot of that stuff off your plate. So when February comes, just enjoy your shower, just enjoy your bachelorette party, just enjoy those last few moments leading up to. And then the only thing left on your plate are those things that you can only do then like your marriage license. Right. Um, and dropping things off and stuff like that. So, um, and keep a good perspective. If you feel yourself 
feeling off, if you feel yourself getting nervous or anxious or anything like that, don't defer to the people that are going to judge you. Call yeah. up a professional. Call okay. me. Call okay. your florist. Call somebody. Be like, hey, it's Jessica. I'm feeling anxious. I don't want to call my family and you know talk about this with them. I want to talk to a professional who really knows if this is the right decision for me. Your professionals are here for you. We want it to be amazing. So do that. You'll find so much peace of mind because then instead of spinning and getting involved with drama or other people's opinions that don't even know if it's the best thing for you, mm -hmm. uh, your professional will steer you and you'll probably get off the phone feeling like, okay, I've got a plan in place. I know if this is going to work, if this was a good idea or a bad idea, or I know exactly how to navigate this issue and what to do next. Your professionals have been through this thousands of times. Like I've done 2,500 weddings. I mean, I can't say I've seen everything because just when I think I've seen everything, I see something new, but, um, you know, we've seen the pros and cons and also it's like how to, how to get something done, you know, we're right. good at that too. So definitely yeah. give us a call, me a call or anyone a call. Uh, I think that might help you out too. No, I appreciate it. I mean, yeah. the things that we have basically left to do, um, I, I, I greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm meeting with the florist in November. Um, she's very nice. Um, but she's, she has a vision and it goes, you know, it, it, it gets like, you know, she's very, very busy. So sometimes when she talks, she talks fast and I'm, and I'm okay with that because I do, I do the same thing. So I just want to make sure that everything is up to date because I did give her the deposit and I'm, I'm just nervous about things that are not finalized. And so I try not to bother my vendors, but I, I, at the same time I, I have to. So, um, now, um, in your opinion, um, because like for flowers instance, I don't know if you mm -hmm. uh, have this, um, so I'm meeting with her in November and I'm going to explain that we don't really need much for Clark's landing. Um, maybe one little scent, maybe one thing, if that, um, for the, for the downstairs area, mm -hmm. but it's really not necessary. Um, pretty much everything is, you know, just the bouquets and the boutonnieres and then the corsages and, um, you know, I just, in your opinion, you know, should I, um, you know, what should I be telling people? Like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still stumped about certain things and I just, no one gives me guidance. So you're talking um, about as far as the flowers go. Yeah. Like as far as flowers and then, yeah. As far well, here's the thing, whatever you put on the altar for the flowers is exactly what you can put in front of your head table. So you want to repurpose and be resourceful with your flowers because flowers can get really expensive really yeah. fast. So for an example, when you go to the um, church, you're going to have some kind of flower arrangement on the altar. Mm -hmm. That flower arrangement should be grabbed at the end of the ceremony and okay. brought to Clark's Landing so that when you're at your head table, then, mm -hmm. you know, the beautiful table that you'll sit at, you put that same centerpiece. Don't buy it twice. Okay. You know, now sometimes your florist is going to, can make arrangements to deliver those pieces from here to there. Um, okay. that's a great idea. You need to definitely write that down, okay. uh, about the delivery. Some florists don't deliver their own flowers, which is yeah, crazy. She, um, she's, she's, um, doing a delivery charge of like 50 bucks or something, but I only said, I only had her delivering it to the, to the ceremony. Um, or to, or to uh, I'm sorry, to Ramada and Tom's River because mm -hmm. there's multiple locations and she was charging more, which I was fine with. But I said, you know what, based on everything, like I can, you know, I could have, and, and I can discuss this with her in November if things need to change. But um, 
I just, you know, and I didn't want to have to not worry about, you know, that's why I didn't mind paying the $50. Hey, could you send it to the Ramada by, you know, 10 a.m.? And that's, and that's why you, you can yeah. also weigh out $50 for her to deliver it or $200 to make another centerpiece. You're going to want something on the table when you're at the wedding. Yeah, so I think... Um, just use your bridal bouquet. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so that's... So Clark's Landing has said that you can use the bouquets and put them on the table. And um, we um, we have a Mr. and a Mrs. on in gold, gold wood... Um, or embellishment and wood that I'm going to use for the wedding. Um, you know, and just sit, sit it like whatever. And then, you know, things, things can be, you know, uh, utilized again. Um, but in all essence, like I'm, I'm not like a huge, like I'm a different kind of girl. Like I see a vision, like I don't, I'm not worried so much about the, about the sweetheart table as other, like I'm more worried about people having a good time dancing, you know? Um, so I'm just going to have a little bit here and there. And since I'm paying for, um, you know, I'm not getting much, I'm getting help from, for about, you know, from Clark's Landing, obviously from, from, from family, but I'm not getting any other help from anything. Um, and uh, you know, if I have to be conservative in, in the way that I, um, you know, save money, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, And you're right. You really don't need that many flowers for Clark's, you know, the place that you're having your wedding. So that's great. Yeah. And um, just get the things that you need. I mean, there's a small list of, of must-haves. You need a bridal bouquet. You need a boutonniere. If you only got two things, that's all you need. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then have, um... uh, you could have the girls just carry, you know, a fl- feather. I mean, I've even seen people do just to not have flowers. But I mean, you don't have to go all out. doesn't have to be that expensive. They don't have to carry something enormous and neither do you. Right. You know, so I mean, like I said, the basics is just a boutonniere and flowers for you, or no boutonniere and just flowers for you, and then everything else on, you know, you can add on from there. Yeah, this mm-hmm. she's I I preliminary um, before you know I meet with well I spoke with her like I met with her a year ago, um, and uh, the reason I did it early is just because I was concerned about flowers and I've heard nightmares and stuff. So, um, but. Um, so I met with her and then, you know, I spoke with her in September and she said, come in November uh, of this year. So I said, great, wonderful. Um, so I'm going to meet with her in November, but what I have is, is, uh, is something for, for the ceremony, which I could, I could have my parents bring or someone pick up and, um, you know, bring over and then the boutonnieres, the corsages, and then the little, I bought little flower baskets and we can put like rose petal, you know, like, so I bought things on Amazon already that don't need to be bought by them, um, you know, just to save some extra money. Um, so, you know, but you know, it's like, um, my, my sister was like, you know, in all honesty, Jess, like I, I spent so much money on flowers and it's like, I, I never, I never saw them again. And I'm like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's true. It's a tough expenditure because it's nothing that you'll be able to take with you unless you do silk flowers, you yeah. know, unless you get them pressed or something like that. But, um, right. But other than that, you know, like, um, I, you know, my transportation, um, we have that underway. Like I, you know, my, my, my mother-in-law doesn't have an idea yet of where she's going to have the rehearsal dinner. Um, cause it's, you know, way too early and the place that she wanted it no longer does it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to look around and whatever. I gave her some suggestions. Um, but like, you know, it, it's, I feel bad because this is her son's wedding and like, you know, she's not really supposed to be helping a lot but she is, which is um, very nice. But I think she wanted to anyway, because it's Clark's. And- no, I think it's awesome. I'm seeing a lot of uh, different uh, 
facets of the family helping. I've seen some aunts that get so highly involved. It's like, wow, it's almost like, you know, like the mom. Right. So, you know, whatever help you can take, you know, whatever help is there for you to uh, utilize, you know, take it, the family coming together in any unity that we can have is, is such a beautiful thing. One of the things that I think is great about this podcast is we're really capturing while you're in the moment. We're mm-hmm. not talking to you five years after your wedding when all you remember is the nice and wonderful and lovely things that happened. This right. is the real life moments that truly happen to brides. You know, the anxiety, the stress, the dealing with the families, you know, navigating the plan and making sure that everything goes and finding what is the best plan for me. How do I find out what I want and how to execute that? Um, it's so difficult and it's everybody is so different. The making the plan is is such a beautiful experience and it's so amazing. It's so much fun, but it's also stressful because it's one day you want it to go right. It's like me, for an example, you know, I wake up in the morning and I know I have to go sing at a wedding. I can't say, yeah, Jessica, can you get married next week? I'm just not in the mood. This is the one day you want it to go great. So having the great planning and making sure you have people in place that understand what that's all about is everything. So uh, Jessica, we'll talk to you after your wedding. Sounds if good. If there's anything that you need beforehand, do not hesitate to let me know. We can hop right on a show and we could talk about it so that everybody could hear in real time, you know, what, what it's about, what it feels like. Like, what does it feel like to be a bride that's getting married in six months? What is it really like? It's it's really difficult. It is not the easiest thing in the world. You know, you think, oh, I'm going to plan a wedding. How hard can that be? But you have so many opinions from family, from two different sides of the family. You have opinions yeah. from all these people in your bridal party. Everybody wants their own thing. And then there you are in the middle of all of that, just trying to make a dream come true. Right. It's just not the easiest thing in the world, but your wedding is going to be unbelievable. I already know that. And um, we'll touch base with you afterwards. And if anybody has any questions for Jessica or just wants to, you know, talk to another bride that's in the same position, Jessica is so loving and open. She'd be happy to, you know, field an email from you guys, or if you need to talk to her and also me too, you guys know I'm here for you. My email address is aprilkelly at makeyourweddingamazing.com. The website is makeyourweddingamazing.com. And uh, don't hesitate to let me know how I can help you make your wedding amazing. All right, Jessica, we'll talk to you around May of 2019. Have the most amazing wedding. I will be there, so I can't wait. I am counting the days along with you. And I love following you on the social media. For me, it's just so exciting being one of your professionals. I feel like I'm involved in so many different areas. So it's like even more exciting for me. So thank you for bringing me on board to share this journey with you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, April. And it's always a pleasure speaking to you. And um, I'm so excited and I'm, I'm already in the process of writing down the songs. <laughs> so good, for, good. For yeah, absolutely. Get everything to me. And uh, so, as soon as you want to, uh, we'll discuss it and get everything perfect for you. All right, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Thank you. Make today amazing. You're welcome, Jessica. Take care. Thanks. You too. Are you looking for a live band that people will rave about? Want your dance floor packed all night long? Band of Gold Music, a 10-piece band with the talent to make a lifelong impression on the best day of your life, exceeding expectations. Bandofgoldmusic.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have any questions, you could message me 
April Kelly at MakeYourWeddingAmazing.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, too. Share it and subscribe and leave a review. That would be amazing. Have a great day, everyone. See you next time.